Welcome to One Step Better, the podcast from Works. We're tackling topics to give you insight on a practical level to help your employees thrive in your organization and to help you become one step better every day towards being the leader that you want to be. Now, let's kick it over to the Works team. Hey, everybody. Welcome to One Step Better. I am your host, Mike Schaefer, and today we got Matt Patrick in the booth, and we're going to just start talking about the concept of why behind business, you know, why you exist, why you decided to own a business, yep. why you are even here on this earth. Who knows, right? <laughs> That's right. Sure. Simon Sinek wrote a book. What was it? Start With Why, I think was the name of it. We both read that book. I know that we talked about creating some core values, and uh, we did that in one of our earlier podcasts and talked about the process of that for Patrick Accounting specifically and yep. how we went through that process. Today, I really want to focus on on why we even did that. Yeah, that was a fun why exercise, wasn't it? Yeah. Why, why? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, we, Mike, you remember we did this for, I don't know, we were in year 11, 12 before we finally got our hands around what why we were in business, even though we may have talked about it a thousand times, never really put it on paper. You know, I kind of kept struggling with uh, where we were going and who we were. We kind of met some of our goals at the time and I just felt like, I didn't really feel like I had a... a You're a high D on yeah, the desk. Super, yeah, very high. High D, high I, low S, low, like, like non-existent you know, SC, right? Right, which is so a great normal accountant. You're driven sure. by action. Action is always most important. Slowing down to look at the details aren't... No, that's not necessarily like, my best It's trait. not even, it's like, it's like, that's not even on your radar. It's no, not in your environment. I need to have a target yeah. and sort of run full speed and then see what gets in the way. So we started going through the why... We went to a Dave Ramsey event yep. and they said, ask why five times. Do you yep. remember that? Kept saying why, <laughs> why, why? I'm like, I don't know why. Stop yeah. asking me. I remember like, I didn't already answer that. I thought I already answered yeah. why. That was a difficult, that was a difficult exercise. Absolutely. And I don't think we got exactly clear on it, but we actually got, if you think about where we are now, it was pretty damn close. Uh, I remember coming back from that. We had like three poster boards worth yes. of notes that they may still be hanging they're, up they're in our in the office. Closet, yeah. Oh my goodness. That was, that was just, yeah. And I think at we, at some point why gets, man, I, I don't want to answer why anymore. Why was a very hard conversation. You're like, why do we do this? I don't know. They pay us. I, I think is part of it. And we like doing some stuff for small businesses. And I mean, I like, talking to owners. I think that's why I do it. I like talking to owners. So that's always fun. And it just was not real clear. And so it was really good to put our hands around some clarity. But the bigger thing for me at the time was I just felt like I kind of lost my direction of where I was trying to go. It was kind of like, I know I'm in this and I know who we are, but I really don't know why we're doing it anymore. I mean, like, we're we just trying to find more clients or just trying to help more people. What What is it we're trying to do? That was difficult because we had gotten to the point where, you know, that one of the first goals that you had for, for the organization as a whole was you want to hit a million dollars in revenue. Correct. And, and that was, I mean, to some level, that was the why it was why, because, because I said, I wouldn't a have a nice living. Beat it. Yeah. It was a number and I'm a numbers person, but it was also just like, if I make this in revenue, I know that I, sh I'm making this personally. And that's, I'm at a position where I think I'm going to be financially stable for a long time. Well, that was year six or seven of the firm. And I'm like, okay, I'm six or seven years past that. And I really don't feel like I have this target. I don't have a goal in mind. And, you know, we were, I don't know, doing right around know, two, two and a half million dollars at the time. I just didn't have an idea what I wanted to be. 12 years in, we essentially said making money isn't a why. Making money is not a why. Yeah. It's great. Making money is fantastic. And I know we're all in business to make some money, but that doesn't make me get up in the morning. That's still something I struggle with to some. I mean, honestly, yep. sometimes it's, well, why are we going to do this? Well, they pay because us. it's profitable. Yeah. 
Is it like is it, does there need to be another answer? It like, does. It's profitable. I mean, getting up every morning and having just like everyone makes more money, which is great, is not a reason for me to get up in the morning. Yeah. I love first of all coming in the office. I mean, that sounds crazy, but I love being a part of this thing. I like seeing like I, we had our all hands meeting today, and it was thirty people in the room, and we all got to break bread together, and it was good just to be around what I consider friends. So that part for me, that community that we built here is super awesome and I want to continue building that. But even that is not a why we're in business. It's why I have friends. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> a little different. So it was important for us to kind of get our hands around why, right? What was your struggle with it when we were kind of going through that? I just remember going through, we, we had to determine why we exist. And that is not like, that's just a philosophical grandstanding question that is extremely difficult mm -hmm. to answer sometimes. I thought that it's important. I know it's important. I, and I know why? It, it. Why do you think it's important? Oh, goodness. We're going to do this <laughs> stuff, 18 wise. Yeah. Um, it's important because it provides clarity, right. not just for, for me, but alignment with everybody else. If I walk into the, to the room and I say, you know, hey, Tammy, I need you to go do X, Y, Z because that client is expecting that to happen. It's I a lot clearer when you have an answer, when you know yeah. like, that's in line with what we're right. trying to do. Because we've done a good job of communicating our why. Our team kind of knows that already. I don't have to provide the full level of detail to my- We've already given them the explanation yeah. years ago, yeah. and we repeat it repeatedly. They know now. Absolutely. Well, not only that, it, it's whenever there's an issue, they, they have autonomy to be able to respond. Absolutely. I love that our team doesn't approach leadership to answer every question under the sun. Oh, and, and not even under every question, but even important questions or big picture questions or company, you know, firm-wide issues. Right. It's they have autonomy to do that a little bit on their own because we've heard really know good people values. that are really smart. Yeah. And they know what we believe in and what we have empowered them to be and who they want them how they want them to serve our customer. And so I'm perfectly fine with them making decisions and the consequences of those decisions. It may be not how I would have handled or you sure. handled it, but still fine. The I mean, why it, provides that framework. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know that if our decision is based on taking care of a customer, I'm okay with it. Yeah, we, it is we, what it is. Yeah, we talk about our, our mission, vision, our why is yeah. help small business owners and their team succeed. succeed. We want to see them win. And so if we have a person on our team that's doing that, then that's never a bad thing. It's never bad. Yeah. We may have a conversation about how they went about doing that. Maybe right. there was a different way or a better way, all that type of stuff. But ultimately it gives them a direction whenever there's no clear understanding of what I'm supposed to be doing. At least I know that if I'm helping small business owners and their team succeed, then I gotta be doing something. Right. Be doing something right for sure. Yeah. You know, that why question for me though, as we went back and think about it was all right. Now I gave myself its purpose. It's, you know, we're in this for a purpose. And that's kind of was one of the big things that came out of that was what do we think of what does winning look like for this business? But what does winning look like for our client? What does winning look like for our people? And that was kind of how we started to define what the idea of our why was. I think it was important for us to provide that clarity. You know, we have a lot of small businesses. I think that, you know, if you're a restaurant, it's kind of hard to know what your why is sometimes, or if you're a doctor or dentist office, what's your why? But I think it's super important for your team to understand that. You know, your why as a restaurant owner may be, I love watching people enjoy the food that we make. I like them having a place to go and hang out and be a part of the community. I like employing, you know, X or Y, Z people. Whatever the, your why is, is fine. But I think it does allow you to have some very clear direction, you know, and also allows you to, you know, kind of framework your hiring and framework your 
training and it provides a lot of clarity yeah i mean across the board your cult your whole culture i think is built off of why yeah why you exist and when you have people on the team that doesn't necessarily buy into that why oh it's it is painful it is and it becomes really like eye glaring you know it just it's, obvious. it's a you want to stab yourself in the eye with it because it's just it's terrible and it's you know it's important you know as we go through that process it was you know developing our why was super important and our why statement is to provide information insight to business owners and their team so they can make awesome decisions and be the business they always wanted to be and i think that took us a long time to figure out but that created huge clarity for us it took a long time not only that it, it's something that's constantly being evaluated from the standpoint of who we are not yeah not in like the, could, i think the why could evolve maybe yeah not like the the big picture change of who we are type of of, of way but like i know that we went through the, like the wordsmithing of that we were very particular in the words that we chose yeah. and that was difficult it was extremely difficult <laughs> You know, and our thing is too, we have two brands which work with owners yeah. and their teams. We have. Yeah, because well, for the longest time we had the conversation, owners. We, we help business owners. And then it's like, well, we don't, that's not really true. We help owners and everybody that works with that owner yeah. to make the owner's goals and the whole business run the way they want it to be. Yeah. It became a very painstaking process. But also, I think it did create clarity because our payroll team, our HCM team, works team, was we're not working with owners day to day very often, but our accounting team was. And so, was there important them to understand, look, the owner of that business still has a goal and the teammates on their team's goal have to align with that owner's goal. So we want to make sure that they're make, making the goals of the owner of that. Service. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so. I always, always talk about that from the, uh, from the perspective of an umbrella, you know, I, I hear I'm the second chair leader, right? So I, I fall under your umbrella and if your mission, vision, values, direction, that is the umbrella that I have to operate in. So at, to the point that I don't align with that vision, that's not a good fit. Means I need to go, right? Because you're not going. You're the you're the you're Maybe. the unless you want to buy me out. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're the you're the guy. So like it's right. it's my job to to look at that. Do I align with that? And if not, step away. But when I do, that provides me clear boundaries and frameworks for decision making. So I don't have to go to you every time this is an issue. What do you need to Correct. do? I mean, luckily you're a part of us defining this. That helps. In our whole leadership team. But obviously I have probably had the casting vote, but the reality of it is, is, you know, we were lucky enough to align our leaders together to formulate our why and to formulate our core values. And those were all consistent, I think, amongst everybody. For us, but, it helped because we had 12 years at that point in time of experience of yeah. what we like to do, what we don't like to do. Yeah, it did put some clarity yeah. down. If I was sure. a brand new business, I know me personally, my personality type, I would want to be able to do everything under the sun. It's super hard. As a new a business wide, owner, it's super hard yeah. knowing who you want to be. Like I said, you know, we've, I said this before, I, wanted, I thought I was going to be a tax accountant. I yeah. mean, the business I am today is nowhere near what Not I thought I'd close. have. Not even close. No, no, I thought I'd have a tax firm. Yeah, we talk about all the time, like, ooh, do I even want to do tax work anymore? Correct. Yeah, I mean, I do tax return as a necessity, <laughs> but also, I mean, it's a major piece of what our clients do, but it's not, I don't try to go find tax clients today yeah, at all. Ever. Yeah, yeah, It's It's because, it, like I said, if I was a small business owner starting today, that's-, that's It's a, way different. It's a which different, is, it's, it's, it's hard. We've had people come in and ask for a business plans over the years, and was like, business plan? Uh, you know, I'm assuming it starts with paying my mortgage. Yeah. That's plan number one. <laughs> so- <laughs> What do I want to do? Right. And so, you know, Mike, so we talked about our why value, but then that's the, I say that that's foundation step one and the foundation step two is okay. Aligning some core values around that. We talked about our core values in the last podcast. And what did you get out of that process? Um, for me as a second chair leader, it gave me insight into your brain. Honestly, that <laughs> was luck. one of the big things that was helpful. <laughs> that's a scary place to it, be. It's a scary place <laughs> I, and not full insight, but <laughs> yeah, enough to know what I needed to know in order to do my job effectively. Yeah. 
I, I knew what you valued at that point. So like I said, if I value something different than what you value, then that, I know that's going to be a point of tension for me in, in however often that pops up in my job. And so it, it gave me alignment with who you are as, as the leader to know where your brain was at. And, you know, thankfully, and I, I think we knew that going into it, we were aligned in all those things. But it also gave some freedom and flexibility to to make the right decisions for our clients. Absolutely. Because in that process, it was very clear that our client, serving our clients is the primary driver here. Absolutely, no doubt. And if I do something that is in the firm's interest, maybe financially, but not in our client's interest, I did the wrong thing. That's wrong. Yeah, we wouldn't want to do that. And that that stuff like that came clear in just setting our core values. Right. It, it set those expectations. And I was thankful to be a part of that because, uh, you know, like I said, we were aligned. It in works that was hard too. Yeah. And getting those exactly figured out and not having too many and having enough and making sure we kind of encompassed everything we wanted to do. But the development of them and the evolution of them, we had a little reiteration a year or so later. The reality of it is, is making sure that we are clear with what we truly care about in our business and then, and how we want to serve our customer, but also how we want to treat our people and how we want to align ourselves with everything else that we're doing is, is tied off of those, that jumping in that foundation block for sure. It's helped out. I know a lot on the recruiting side Yes, because it's given us a framework to say, all right, does this person have that gene that's going to challenge everything? Are they always happy with the way things are? You know, that type of stuff has been really, it's, it's paid out dividends down the road. Having some core values allowed us to have some consistency of when we went to interview people too. So it was like the question that we're asking are tied around the same results. So if we're using challenge it or own it or team first, we're going to ask questions tied to that. You know, once we bring them on board, it's, hey, look, you've been working here long enough now, but you've never questioned a process. You've never questioned why we do something with a client. You're not questioning why we're even serving that client. I want you to be thinking about all those things, the technology that we use, how we serve that client, how we're doing the work. You know, obviously we're going to follow a process, but also making sure that, is this the best process? That's a good question to ask. Do you think that's normal for small businesses no, to have those core <laughs> probably values? probably not. No, I think it's part of my DNA. And I think it is a lot of, you know, because of that, it's a lot of people we've hired here. But I don't think it's normal. I think it's owners probably don't trust their team enough. And I think it's something that all owners can do a better job. And I'm still, you know, learning as an owner for sure. But I think it's something that as you start to trust your team that you've hired really, really smart people to do a really good job and you have power to do so, they're going to bring better ideas than you've ever even thought of. And I think it's important that you always remember that the way that we're doing it now doesn't have to be the way that we're going to do it tomorrow. We don't want to totally throw a wrench into every process we have all the time, but we at least make sure that the process we're doing is still the best. I always thought it was normal that organizations for the most part have their vision, purpose, all that type of stuff down until I started working here. <laughs> yeah. And because when I started working here, calls. we didn't, but at the same time that it was, there was an unstated, understood. It's implied, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was implied. Written down, yeah. But then we went through the exercise of writing it down and we enforced that, not necessarily enforced it, but we verbalized that and everybody yeah. called on. I remember very distinctly a conversation with two team members where we were talking about challenging it. And I was bringing up the idea that if you see something happening in our organization or you're doing something in our organization that you believe can be done better, there's a way to do it better and you don't say something about it, then you're failing in our organization. I would agree with that a thousand percent. Right. And they were like, no, Mike, you don't get it. You don't get it. I can't say something because if I do, I'm going to get fired. That was a glaring moment for me because it was a very clear moment where it was clear to me that that was not the norm. 
right. because they were all coming from a background of organizations that you don't speak up, you don't right. challenge things, you you know, you do your job, you put your head down, do your work. And that is so opposite of who we are. Yeah, I just can't imagine. I, I would go crazy and if I was in a work environment that was that way, it was that Absolutely. Regimen, I just, that's not who I am yeah. to my core. That was one of those moments where- I'm it, really lazy, I want to find an easier way a lot of times is what yeah, I would say. Right. But that was one of those moments for me as a leader here that said, oh, wow, we really do need to communicate this over and over again because yep. there's some disclarity. And, and we've gone through this exercise and that's gotten substantially better. Repeat, 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 yeah. repeat. Your but it was, uh, that was a big, that was a big moment for me right. because it was, that, that was the moment where I started to realize that not everybody thinks the same way as me. Correct. They don't act, they don't act I, the same way. I think way. one of the things we really did really well, we had, a, we had an employee not too long ago actually, who wasn't really vocal uh, to speak up uh, when things wasn't going as well as that person would have expected or the process wasn't as being done right or it wasn't handled and and that person really did a an outstanding job of communicating that this process was broken the person was extremely upset like it was it, pissed yeah it, very much so it was pissed and they should have said something three months or six months before or the moment it happened but not knowing or not having that confidence or this is a staff person in our office he, you know the person's been here a couple of years now but that process of him saying something was hopefully in my mind empowering to him when we celebrated that he challenged it see that was that was the part that i think is really important to understand because the the team member said hey this is not right this isn't okay and the first because we do a weekly check-in so everybody sees yeah. that and the immediate response to that challenging was i know that kim our director of accounting came behind and said thank you Right. Like that was, I think that was their first words was thank you. Right. I appreciate your feedback. And then immediately started to move towards celebrating. It. Let's yeah. Let's, let's make sure that you understood what you just did by speaking out is something that we appreciate that we're going to celebrate that we're going to recognize Correct. in a good way. And there was an immediate movement towards, all right, let's address the problem that this person has shed some light on. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, I believe you came behind and did the exact same thing. There yeah. was a, a series of conversations with that person. You have to celebrate wins at any time yeah. your values are being so clearly shown, you got to celebrate it. You know, and we've been fortunate enough going through this, all the stuff that's going on right now to see our, our values come through and shining in tough times. So our whole team was here till two 30 in the morning, the night before PPP loans come out, our, our team has gone above and beyond to make sure clients get information immediately. And just been great to see everybody kind of step up and be willing to help. And it didn't take any product. It didn't take anybody asking. It just was. And I, you know, I feel extremely guilty when somebody comes and has to work late, but I don't think anybody thought two, two seconds of it. It was just, yep, got to do it. Understand. Let's go. And everybody was all in. And I just, you know, I super appreciate that of the team for sure. And that's, a, that was a, that was a rarity just to be clear. Oh God, thank goodness. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't, we, our team. We work late here normal. every night. No, yeah, we don't. Yeah. That's not normal. Yeah. But I, I agree with you guys. I remember that night and it was, there was, there was probably what, 15 people, maybe Correct. 10, 15 people that were. What do you, need? What do you need me to do? Two, three, four o'clock in the morning. Correct. Knocking out stuff that was had to get done. Had, we had to no get, choice, yep. and, and the rules changed, and yep. paperwork changed, and now information was coming in late, and but it had to get done, and ever and it never was a question of if. I never felt like anybody was upset of being there. I, I don't think anybody it was wanted. a clear picture of our team buying into core do values. It. Yeah, and it was great, and it was a good thing to be a part of. So you know, as we've defined these, the why, and then our values as a small business owner, we kind of always have the 
idea for what we want to be or the of you know what we truly believe in and then you have your people that buy into those or don't buy into those how do you think that impacts your ability to do the day-to-day like operationally or or even figure out services you're selling or pricing like what do you think that how those things kind of really help you focus you know who you are like not just the culture side but the actual the the tactical day-to-day business, like the operational side of the business. I think that for the owner, the core values of who they are is the core values of the business a lot of times. And so it provides the clarity of if I'm doing something that's outside of those values, then I don't need to be doing it. You know, that's one one part of it. But on the tactical side, the the owner, and a lot of times, it, let's say CEO, owner, president, that level role, if they're not working on ways to improve their organization, that's directly tied to the long-term view with those core values, then they're doing something they shouldn't be doing at all. You know, it's, it's important, especially as, as businesses cycle and they get a little bit older, you know, it's one thing to start off and you're the, the CEO and you're the shipping department. Um, but at some point as you grow and, and you the have janitor, a team behind and it, the yeah, you have every, every hat and, yeah, on. Right. But at some point you have to start to, to hand off some of those task right what was i think it was the book uh is it traction i believe or scaling up maybe i think it was scaling up one of the things that was in that book um, that i remember us having a conversation on was the idea that as businesses grow in order to scale up that chief leader at some point has to hand off task that not only are they good at but they enjoy doing that's hard that's the hard one yes that's the difficult handing off tasks that i hate doing is very easy yeah handing off tasks that i love doing is very hard and and as we continue to grow, our leadership team has grown, but they've also, they're doing things differently than I would have done them. And that is a good thing because they're probably doing them better than I would have ever done them myself. And what I'm finding is I am very fortunate to have found and we've developed really good teams. And and so our teams are succeeding because of our, our leaders. But at the same time, it is hard for me to know my place as the owner now and where I am best served and also to continue to develop the leaders to take the reins even more. Like, how do I get them to really handle that stuff? It's a difficult spot to be, but it come, it's coming out of a place of strength to say, I know that I wouldn't have done it that way, but the way that you did it is good. Yeah. That's not an easy, like... I know for me, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, uh, you know, high D, but also moderate C. Yeah. And so for me, the how is an important thing to me. Like how you do something is, is just as important as what the final product is a lot of times. And so whenever, whenever I had to start handing off some of those tasks that maybe it's just not worth my time to do, or I should be focusing on other things. I, for the longest time would get up in how they got done. Um, you know, in our world, we're very process-driven, very structured in the the how mm-hmm. things get accomplished. Yeah. It's difficult to let go of that sometimes. Whenever so we have people on our team that made that they will, just because they're not me, they're going to do it a different way to some degree. And for that to be okay is <laughs> right. That's not an easy easy thing. It to is, do. I mean, and there's a balance between following process and going off the reservation. Sure. And there's a balance between. All right, you spent ten times longer to do that that way than I would have done it. Let's talk through that process. But at the same time, there may be a why well, skip this step, which also saved us nine steps down the road that I would never even thought of. And so that's okay. One of the things that it's been interesting to see as we can develop our team is what 
each new person changes, you know, the development of where we're heading. Let me ask you this. So, you know, we we were 12 years in as an organization before we really started focusing on getting them written, core values written down right. and communicated and, and really uh, immersion of core values into our, into our organization. If you're a small business owner that's out there that they they haven't gone through that exercise yet, they don't really have a core value that's in place from a you know, clearly written, a defined and communicated perspective. Where do you start? I would start with reading the book. And that sounds crazy, but I'd start with reading a couple books. You know, I think... Start with why by Simon Sinek is a great place. It obviously helps you define why why matters, right? That's the number one. Another book that I really highly recommend is Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. That was that one put a lot of arms around what we were truly looking for in our people that we have on our team. He talks about three key factors in that hungry, being hungry and humble and smart or people smart. And that really created a huge amount of clarity for me. Those two places where I'd start. And then from there, kind of look at your team now and think through the characteristics that the best characteristics of your people. Like, hey, I love it when this person does X. Well, get you excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get you started. So I love it when that person challenges something, right? I love it when somebody goes, I've got this, you never have to worry about it again. That's called owning it for us. Empathy for others. I know that, hey, that person is truly compassionate and empathetic to that person who they're talking to on the phone. They understand what they're going through. They're willing to help them. That's a big deal in our world. And then passion for our purpose. We have somebody in our office, Rick Bauer has been with you forever. I would say he bleeds green. There's no one that would not do anything possible for this firm. He believes in everything that we do to his core, to ultimate, like down to his deepest, deepest levels. And that comes across in everything he decides to do, everything he's ever done for the firm is that way. And I just, you know, those things are super important, but I believe that looking at your teammates for what they, what they're bringing to the table that you think is just, man, that's awesome. I want a bunch of those people. It gives you the inspiration for your feelings. Like Correct. It, it's, it's one thing, don't get caught up in the, the words that you're using yeah, to identify those things. That's going to come over time, but it's the feelings. What, like, what are you excited about? What really made you say that was a really cool thing that your you know, one of the ones teammates that Ramsey uses is called no sacred cows. And there's yeah. a couple, they've had some fun stuff, but then you can look out online. If you look at, you know, type in Dave Ramsey core values or, uh, you know, just type in core values from you know, a lot of the businesses. There's a lot of them out there on the web and you can find them. Like, I really like this one. And there's a couple that have like, 30 or 40 ones that you kind of can pick from and then you kind of scale that down you kind of can scale that down to where you have three or four i'd probably keep it under you know four or five at a max would be my goal but it gives you some really you know and you can it's going to evolve at first you need to get other people involved in that process absolutely anybody you can get involved and also don't think it doesn't have to be perfect yeah perfect could be your enemy in that in that engagement yeah for sure yeah, finish is sometimes better than perfect. Yeah, it has to be <laughs> and then so let's say i've gone through that exercise i've got my core values figured out i'm ready to to, to charge forward with that. What's that next step? Repeat, repeat, repeat. I think it's- How many so, times should you communicate your core values before everybody gets it? A thousand, I don't know. A thousand, million, hundred? Five thousand, <laughs> a lot. I think A, knowing they are is important, but also it's the reiteration that they're important. It's not just that you're saying what they are so that everybody knows them. It's the, no, no, I really believe these. I want us all to believe them and let's keep, you know, keep this as our focus of why we're, why we're in business though. Our, we talk about our core value every time, our core values, but also our why statement, every single meeting we have together. I think it's uh, critical that you just keep repeating that and put it in, infuse it throughout your whole organization. So your recruiting and your sales and your development and your evaluation or performance reviews, all that stuff should be kind of tied off core values and your why statement. So Mike, I appreciate the day. I think it was great. Um, I hope this is helpful for, for you other small business owners that are out there. You know, we are enjoying doing the podcast and hope that you uh, tune in and listen to us 
each and every week. Thanks, everybody. Uh, this has been another edition of One Step Better. Thanks, Matt, for coming in and, and just sitting down and talking a little bit. You know, we look forward to, to talking again down the road. Can't wait. Thanks for tuning in. Head over to works.com for webinars, blogs, and more content. That's works, W-H-I-R-K-S.com. See you next time.